Welcome to another Mike Flanders podcast. Today I'm with an incredible slide guitar player, friend of mine. Uh, we've worked on recordings together. We've done some video stuff together. He's Canadian. I'm Australian, so we're both Commonwealth country people living in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, welcome, Trevor Finlay. Hi. Thanks for having me. So Trevor and I both have a love for slide guitar. Um, we met probably back in around 2008. I moved to town in 2007. You moved to town? I moved to town actually in 2008. Okay. In so, May of 2008. So it wasn't that far after that that we met you. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, obviously both having um, the love for slide, you know, all kinds of conversations open and close and you know, who's your favorite player and blah, 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 you know. So <laughs> it's usually what happens. So we got overly excited back in the in our early relationship and you'll probably see a video online called Slideshow. We never fully executed it, but then we went on to making a beautiful record together and that's titled... Uh, Sandpaper and Bourbon. <laughs> it's a great title, isn't it? Yeah. So... So funny thing, actually, that, about, that, about that title uh, is that I, I got together to write uh, right with some friends of mine. Actually, the people that wrote that I wrote Indi uh, Indianapolis with. Uh -huh. And when I told them the title of the record, they said, oh, well, do you have a song called Sandpaper and Bourbon? I said, actually, I don't. So they said, well, do you mind if we write one? I'm thinking, okay, well, this is going to be my Houses of the Holy moment, right? Where there's like, there's an album called Houses of the Holy, but then the next record has a song called Houses of the Holy. It's like they, they actually have this sort of backwards thinking of like, well, we have a great album title, but do you have a song? So... No, well, let's put it on the next record, and you know, that's, so that's and that's what cool. I'm thinking. Like I'm thinking that's going to be a kind of a fun thing to uh, to have a, a like a song on the next record called Sandpaper and Bourbon. But then uh, it turned out to be a total female centric <laughs> song, and I couldn't do a thing with it. So. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get up in that tenor voice, mate. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, well and, and there's very specific references to making out with a dude with uh, with five o'clock shadow. Oh, you're nasty. So, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't put that on my record. I don't think. Well, I know <laughs> I'm I'm going to divert, and I'm going to divert for a reason, and I think this is probably an ode to um, Robert Wolf. Yeah. Um, passed away recently. Yeah, it was uh, uh, almost a year ago. Yeah, and like, but what a battle! I mean, years of battling. He, uh, you know, he put up a uh, a really strong front. Um, I know that he had he had bad days, but uh, I mean, what he was just an incredible human being, a great spirit, great energy, uh, and one of the like the the dude was was a uh, songwriting genius. Yeah, you know he uh, very prolific, and I remember the first time I got together with him, he took me through several songwriting exercises. Really? Like I yeah, like he he sat there and like okay, well let's see. Uh, we're going to write a song about dirt. So what we're going to do is I'm going to sit here for, for a minute and write everything I think of on a piece of paper, just stream of consciousness, whatever, and you do the same. So I'm, I'm sitting here like, I've never done anything like this, stream no. of consciousness. Like, you know, I, <laughs> I, I had to uh, really try to access that part of my brain, uh, ironically. You know, if you're trying to do subconscious, I think trying to access is oh, kind of weird. Well. But... Uh, Anyways, the uh, so we sat there for a minute. We we wrote a bunch of stuff, and and then we read it to each other. And he's coming up with like these incredible, 
you know, incredible things of, you know, like I, I, other worldly, other dimensional stuff. Like I have no idea where he came up with it. Well, yeah. And uh, and we did that a bunch of times, and he, he made this uh, incredible stir fry for lunch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so and with that, uh, he, he did the same thing with stir fry that he does with songwriting. Yeah, right. Where it's just like he basically cooked it with his eyes closed and yeah. just grabbed stuff off the shelf and yeah. put it in. Yeah, artistic cooking. So yeah. he came to the studio multiple times to write on records that I was producing, but I never actually got to write with Rob. Uh, got to see him play writers' nights and blah blah blah. Um, and the title the title of the song that you end up writing with him was uh, I Need a New Heart which, which is one of the most incredible tunes on the record well that's uh, you know. actually I remember uh, your wife <laughs> yeah. said that she heard it and then she told me well you can die now yeah, yeah. Went, it's a, what? Yeah, that's the song. <laughs> that's the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty good coming from her. I mean, I, don't, I didn't remember that, but yeah. it's funny when you were actually talking about Dirt. She wrote a song recently called Dirt, and uh, yeah. it all pretty much, you know, gonna where are we in life kind of scenario. But, yeah. but yeah, Rob, um, you know, he, he definitely left uh, a songwriting legacy behind. But well, the um, incredible thing about that too is that that song has changed meanings for me. Uh, you know, multiple times, you know, like when, when we wrote it, I'm pretty sure we wrote it about the end of a relationship. And then uh, a good friend of mine's wife passed away suddenly. And uh, then Rob passes away. And that's, that's a song that um, I have a really hard time playing live. Yeah. Right. Now. Yeah. It's like, I, I, you know, it's too emotional. Yeah. It's uh, it's a rough one. Yeah. You know, by the end of it, I got tears streaming down my face and yeah, you know, yeah. well, it's like trying not to, Trying, trying to make sure my voice doesn't crack too bad. You know? Yeah, yeah, which is wonderful. Mm. If we're not, that's what music's supposed to do, and that's the experience it's supposed to have. And it's, you know, it's supposed to write universally, so it it brings the meaning of the song to the other people and mm -hmm. how they're feeling about your interpretation isn't their interpretation. So that is brilliant songwriting, right? Yeah. So we're talking about the stream of consciousness and and our love for slide guitar playing. David Lindley. Mm -hmm. Did you ever see the video that David and Jackson Brown, the Jackson Brown, like it's called The Road or something? No. A documentary? Mm -hmm. Well, the two of them are sitting here just like us and they're discussing, first they joke about, you know, his polyester clothes that he always wears, right? <laughs> okay. And he says, where do you get a Utah is the best place to get polyester clothes? And also you go to Utah. No, I bought it all. There's none left kind of thing he jokes about. But Jackson talks about David's um, playing and he, he goes on to talk about the subconscious and the conscious mind. Mm -hmm. And he, he, he says at the end of it, you know, well, the unconscious mind is the better vehicle. If you go to conscious mind, you, you're playing the motor drive. Right. So I thought that was an incredible way to, because as we know, when you're in the flow and the spiritual flow of playing, you know, I don't know whether it's happened to you, but I've looked down on my hand sometimes, and you just—it's just automatic. Yeah. You're just playing something, and it—is it? Are you really in that pure stream? Yeah. And you're not always there, as you know, especially in the studio. You've got to be so aware of every little aspect of your playing. But live, you, you, it's a whole different feeling sometimes. But. Well, that's one of the reasons why I'm such a huge fan of the Almond Brothers. Like that, yeah. they were probably one of the biggest influences. Is that they. You know, their solos were like running water, you know, like, yeah. in a, or like a creek bed or something. And it's, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's not for everybody, but, you know, I, I love it. It's like, you know, Southern fried jazz. Yeah, well, I, love that stuff. I mean, there's, there's such a big blowback, sorry, blowback right now 
I've been watching, you know, things on Amazon Prime, more so than Netflix lately, and there's tons of new documentaries and there's, there's a couple of Allman Brothers ones up there that are fabulous. And, yeah. and I, you know, I don't know if you knew, but I, I, I was <laughs> lucky to go to Muscle Shoal Sound a few times while it was a museum. I, I think the guys from Beats or something have bought it now. But, mm. um, you know, Dwayne played that, that slide hook on Main Street. Oh yeah, well he's he's all over the place. Yeah. He did uh, he did a song for uh, um, Aretha Franklin there, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think that he did that at was it um, Hey Jude? Yeah, but he did that at the other the other studio. I oh, think okay. The, you know the one that the documentary was about, but in the original Muscle Shoals sound, that's where you know ten thousand was it a sixteen hundred platinum records in ten years. Mm. And that's da 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 Main Street lick was what was Dwayne. Okay. Yeah, from the Bob Seger. Oh, very cool. Yeah, very cool part, you know. So yeah, I mean, but they talk about. Um, was Derek and the Dominoes recorded there? I don't think so. No. No, I huh. don't think so. Um, oh, very cool though. Atlantic Crossing, uh, still crazy after all these years. Some mm. Skinner stuff, um, um, you know, Brown Sugar, you know, Stone mm -hmm. stuff. And there's a, there's a funny story about, um, you know, there's a leak in the ceiling and Paul Simon's there and he sees all these guys setting up all the equipment, you know, and and he he's confused that he thinks they're the cartage guys, but they were actually the, they're, the, they're actually the musicians bringing their own stuff in. And the story's deeper than that, but I'm not going to get into it. But right, uh, right, right. I did meet the guy that bought the building and I, I saw all of the uh, invoices and stuff that he kept, everything's collectible. And there used to be a moonshine still um, because it was a dry county back then downstairs right. in the basement. So, <laughs> you know, unreal. Awesome. So while we're talking... Um, Let's just kind of cover um, a little bit of the our favourite love, and our favourite love is, is slide. And uh, you know, have you still got your vial app and those things? And I do. I uh, I, I don't bring it out that much anymore, but uh, you know, because it, it's got to be. You know, usually I do a, a three-piece gig, so it's it's usually me, uh, a drummer, and a bass player. So with a vial app, if if I don't want to just drone on, you know, yeah. one one chord it's like if i'm the only chording instrument then playing something that uh is supposed to be yeah, yeah. I, it's it's uh it, it's taken a while to develop a brand new style of, uh, of yeah. guitar playing yeah 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 yeah. it's limited <laughs> who knew it was going to be hard yeah 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 well i mean you know that's why when i started playing slide probably in the maybe very early would have been the 80s um I just I tried, you know, like my guy was a Canadian guy that mm -hmm. I fell in love with. It's Kirk Larange. You ever heard of him? No. Oh, he's amazing. So uh, he was a big influence on me, and he played on all these Australian hits, and uh, and he just played in standard tuning with a drop D. So okay. when I first started, I tried to experiment with that because so he could get a chord cluster on the the top three strings and the chord cluster. So he'd get an A major yeah. on the top, you know. Uh, as in the bass strings, and then he'd get this minor chord mm -hmm. and the fifth fret on the bottom three strings. So that's how his brain functioned quarterly by that tuning. Um, I tried that, but the trouble was is the same as you. You're playing a gig and you, <laughs> you can't be in drop D the whole gig. You yeah, know? exactly. You know? So um, I ended up just establishing that, and I probably don't even use the my low E when I'm playing slide ever. Mm -hmm. So I do use the fifth string, but I don't use the sixth, I don't think. 
you know i mean yeah. do you when you if you're playing in standard tuning um yeah yeah i mean it's it's uh it's rare but well I, it's it, it's funny like i i'll i'll do like these days uh just to shake things up i'll i'll uh, if i were playing a song somewhere uh i'll grab my slide and play it in uh standard tuning and you know that means that i, I can still hit the root yeah. and get some really interesting oh, yeah, kind of yeah, tones yeah, out yeah, of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what's your favorite axe playing slide on the live gigs? A tally still? Uh, actually, no. I'm I'm uh, endorsed by a company called Gatewood, so I'm basically using their guitars exclusively. Uh, he, uh, I've, I think I've got about five of theirs, and uh, for slide, um, I've got this this uh, really nice. It's it's like a telly body <clears throat> with uh, humbucker pickups, and uh, the thing just you know it growls. It's great. Right. And one of my other favorite guitars by him, actually, he made me a double neck. So oh. it's a uh, it's a baritone on the top and and a six string on the bottom, and uh, he's it's I think it's his one and only. He he did it. He put it together and said never again. So yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right right yeah. <laughs> Apparently it was uh, engineering it was was quite the quite the process. Oh, oh so, wow! So yeah. you got the one and only. I do, and he actually named it the Trevenator for me. So oh how cool! Yeah. What about that? Uh, when we were making Trevor's record. Uh, he bought in a guitar that was extremely rare and extremely special. Where's that guitar floating around these days? Uh, that one is back in the hands of the owner. You're talking about the one that was owned by Pete Townsend? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's actually a, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a great story behind that, too. Um, a, a friend of mine from Atlanta uh, who's been in the music business forever was standing at the side of the stage in like 1967 uh, during a Who concert, and he used this uh, Gibson SG and basically just took the time to, you know, he smashed it. And then when he threw it to the side of the stage, it happened to land right in front of uh, my, my, the friend of mine that was standing there. So, you know, he looked around and one of the, <laughs> one of the techs came up and saw the guitar and looked at him and said, you grab this and you run. So, <laughs> so he grabbed it and he ran and took it to his van and I guess left. And wow. he had, yeah, he ended up putting it back together again. And, and it's... Uh, so was that the original neck that you had? I, I, I think so. There's... It, yeah, there's a, a lot of parts that were replaced uh, just because, like, there was a lot of damage done to it. Yeah. But uh, the body was in reasonable condition, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, is he didn't keep it in the same. He didn't keep it in pieces. You know, yeah. he put it together again because he wanted to be able to play it. And I yeah. think that's uh, that's a very cool thing. It's like you know, guitars are meant to be played, not to be yeah. stared at in a museum yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Well, you had that guitar for what, probably a year. I, yeah. About yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a it was yeah. a very cool thing. Yeah. And uh, there's there's actually a video of that on uh, my YouTube page yeah, right. with the uh, with the guitar and the story. And somebody actually even went and found footage of that show from 1967 where he's actually where Townsend is actually playing that guitar. Oh man! Yeah, uh, that was one of the replies. So that was very cool. Oh, wow! Because a lot of people just like, oh yeah, bullshit. Yeah, there's yeah, no sure. way that's his yeah, guitar. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. There no, it, is, it actually is. Yeah. yeah, just like the Dweezil Zappa one that Dweezil's got. Yep. The, you know, his father had, he found it after his father died, didn't he? Under the stairs or something in the house. Right. The burnt up Jimi Hendrix Stratocaster, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, only Zappa would have that, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so um, you know, to end up, what do you think, uh, is there anything more intelligent we can talk about today? Or, you know, <laughs> so, so we've kind of covered the things we love, um, you know, obviously, you know, Trevor can tell you where to go and listen to this beautiful record and yeah, it's it's on Spotify and Apple, uh, you know, Apple Music, iTunes, uh, 
yeah, it's on uh, it's on my website, which is trevorfinley.com. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff. You can check out, you know, my YouTube page, Twitter page, Instagram. Would you like Facebook. me to, when we end this, uh, play one of your favorite tunes off the record to tail out our podcast? Would yeah, that, maybe the Rob Wolf in your song. That's uh, that would be a, a really great o- idea. Ode to Robert. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I need a new heart. Need off a new of sandpaper heart. and bourbon. There you go. Thanks, Trevor. Thank you. And we'll. Uh, Keep watching this lovely man's career and thanks for listening to us waffle on for 25 minutes or so. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Goodbye. Love the waffle. (laughs) Flatline. I want a flatline. Nothing is taking away the pain You lied Why didn't you lie? I never want to feel this way again Never want to feel this way again I need a new heart Cause this one's broken Tear this shattered muscle out of